It's Loving the Strange with Carrie Jones and Sean Farrar. Loving the Strange, a podcast for weirdos and those who want to be weirder. Embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Loving the Strange. Check us out. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) What's up, baby? Hey, welcome. What? I was going to say, you're so funny. Uh-huh. Welcome to Loving the Strange, live, live, yeah. Friday night edition. Sean Kelly is in charge of the podcast tonight. Whoa, big eyes, Shawnee. Lean back. I know. Back they look so blurry. I know. We couldn't figure out. Well, we had some technical difficulties um, because Sean looks really blurry on his computer. and no, we couldn't- my, my computer's just like a hand-me-down, that's all. A hand-me-down computer. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my older brother's pants, computer wise. <laughs> Anyways, this, this computer still thinks I'm Carrie Jones. It does. It does. It was Carrie Jones's computer. He's so lucky to have it. <laughs> and, um, all the, and all the stuff that comes with it. So mean. Anyways, <laughs> Johnny, what is yeah. tonight's podcast about? Weird habits of humans. <laughs> the weird habits of humans and how we can love people anyways, despite yeah. their weird habits. Well, if you're empathetic and, and nice, yeah. All right. So since you're in charge of this live podcast, my sweet friend, how do you want to start? Oh, geez, I don't know. Do you want me to define what a habit is and give you a really nice quote about it? Yeah, that's a great way to start it. <laughs> All right. So there's a beautiful Gandhi quote um, that says, your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits oh. become your values. Your values become your destiny. Yeah. Well, well that might be. That might play into something I'm going to mention towards the end of the podcast. But hopefully, this, not a lot of these habits become people's destiny. <laughs> Can you spoil that? I want to know what it is now. No, it's about oh. it's about things that are actually good for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Not just the weird habits that are so much more interesting. No, but habits that are can actually be good for you. A cat in our background for people who are watching. Oh, um, that's Marzi, the, ma- the matriarch. She's like yeah. 105 years old. Yes, this is behind me. If you're watching this live, is our very oldest cat, Marzi, and she's looking out the window because apparently we have skunks who live nearby. We and thought birds. it was we thought it was pot, but it turned out the skunky smell was really a skunk. Because we both saw it yesterday. Yeah. We're like, whoo, somebody's been smoking some pot nearby. But no, we saw this cute little skunk waddle, waddle, waddle. And the problem is that our dog, Gabby. Kills them. Yeah. (laughs) Or tries to and gets sprayed by them. Yeah. We witnessed her killing a skunk. It was bad. 
It would be much better if it was just pot smokers walking around the house, honestly. Yeah. Yes. She wouldn't kill the pot smokers. And she wouldn't need a shower after. <laughs> no, really. It's bad. So bad. Hey, how about if I define what a habit is, Sean? Oh, yeah. You were going to do that before you gave it. Gandhi quote. Go ahead. Yeah, man. All right. So there's a lot of different definitions of what a habit is, but let's go with Wikipedia, the crowdsourced definition first, which is habits are routines of behavior that are repeated regularly and they tend to occur subconsciously. So you don't really realize that you have that habit. Like Jennifer Aniston constantly clearing her throat when she was in Friends. Yeah. Did she know she did that or not? Everybody thinks she didn't. So that would okay. be a habit. Hold on a second. I'm sorry because I wasn't <laughs> fully paying attention. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> not that. Does a habit have to be something that you're not aware of? Or can you I be don't because I'm totally aware of some of my quirky habits. Yes, exactly. So I'm not sure how I feel about that Wikipedia definition because I don't know if that it says tend to occur subconsciously. So okay. that doesn't mean always, right? Yeah. I mean, some of my habits, I know they're there because I'm like, man, this is a pain in the ass. <laughs> language, language, young man. So Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the dictionary of the gods for the people in the United States, says that a habit is a behavior pattern that's acquired by frequent repetition or physiologic exposure that shows itself in regularity or increased facility of performance. Oh. The free dictionary, somewhat like Wikipedia, says it's a recurrent, often unconscious pattern of behavior acquired through frequent repetition. And I kind of like that one the best. Honestly. I do, too, because I don't yeah. know if some of mine are increased performance. I think they slow me down. You know, like yeah. how much time I spend every night. Before Securing I, the perimeter? Yes. Yeah. Before I get up to the bed. Yes. Every night, Sean. Hey, I'll talk about my own habits. Okay, let's hear it, baby. No, not yet. Well, what do you want to talk about now? We have a limited amount of time for the podcast. We have at least 54 minutes left. <laughs> but anyways, I have a list that All I right. that I got from the old interwebs. <laughs> and... <laughs> It is a great Friday night, John Bell. <laughs> John Bell in the comments had asked, um, he said, it's a great Friday night with my old buddy. That's Sean, not me. I'm so, not the old buddy. I'm not cool enough for that. I'm from New Hampshire, not Florida. Because you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But you I, don't, I feel like I never get to be anybody's old buddy. That's because all saying. your friends are gone, not around here. They all just died. All right. So Doug Marshall asked before you go on to it, Sean, he asked, yeah. do all habits have a payoff, conscious or unconscious? And that's what Sean was getting into, Doug, you guys, on the same wavelength. That's not Sean. what I was getting into exactly. Oh, I thought it kind of was. I don't know the answer to the because the word all screws me up. Oh. Mine have a payoff. They make me feel better psychologically, right? Yes. And, 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 okay. So anyways, 
I'm I'm going from my list. This there's no this has no bearing on who might be listening, <laughs> and they oh, can you know it does. They can chime in if they want to. But number one on my list is getting completely naked to poop. That's not me. It is not me either. But apparently, it's quite popular, and we know that our friend, our friend here in Maine, let's say, <laughs> I'm not going to name him. Um, almost gets naked. <laughs> he takes his shirt off and kicks back, takes his shoes off. I don't know if he actually removes his pants or just drops, drops trowel, but, uh, whenever he goes to the bathroom, which makes it kind of hard if you're going to the bathroom in a kind of gross public place, like the public well, restrooms of Bar Harbor at the ball field, an well, outhouse. Yeah. At a Leonard Skinner concert, let's say. Not he no, he wouldn't go to that, but you know what I mean. Like you don't want to put your clothes on the gas station bathroom floor. I know. <laughs> so gross. And so how is that habit helping you? You know, that's the question. Like well, it's allowing them to poop. Always it's helpful. A, it's an essential item in living. My Grammy Barnard, did any of your grandparents do this? But my Grammy Barnard, like her habit, every time I saw her, she'd be like, are you regular, dear? <laughs> that's, and just, then, that's just what? means she wasn't. And then she'd ask really like invasive like questions like, do you go once a day or twice? More than twice? Is it in the morning or in the afternoon? Like Look. she asked like these really... Like it was like she was the doctor and you were there for bowel obstruction questions. Like it was so weird every time. And that was her habit. I'm going to out you a little bit, babe. Don't you No, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. I don't believe you at all. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. I don't believe you at all. You are a speed pooper. Oh, like okay, yeah. you could be in and out of the bathroom and be like, oh, I just pooped. And I'll be like. I, I wouldn't have even been able to settle in yet. Okay, you know that I mean? is probably too much information for the world, but I'm an efficient person <laughs> in all ways. That's just how I am. Uh, yeah. You're so fast. Okay, I moving can't. on. <laughs> I was going to say, you're so fast. Like I can't judge if you were just pooping or peeing. Yeah, I'm fast. I think that's fantastic. I don't know if that's I'm kind of jealous. I think we I'm, should move on. I'm like, <laughs> really? a 20, I'm like a 20 minute guy. <laughs> Anyways. How did our thing about habits turn into a thing about poop? That's really well, that, the question here. That, like, that was that was number one on the list, love. Okay. One. Um, Nancy Stone mentioned something. Yeah. Um, and she outed her sister. And, she, <laughs> and, and apparently her sister cannot pee with her shoes on. It's funny that people... <laughs> What do you what do you do? What do you do in a public place? Like you don't, don't have to put your naked feet on that floor. Like, do you always wear socks? Hey, what if you're in the airport? I one of the things I read today while I was researching for tonight was that some people don't use public restrooms because of their particular habits, like oh, taking your clothes sense. off or maybe taking your shoes off. But uh who knows? That would be so hard. And I, I'm not going to judge anybody for their habits because I have some, and, and they're usually a pain yes, in the do. butt. Pain in the butt. My but being part of our theme tonight, apparently. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get so it? Not, number, Did you get it? Pain in the pain butt. Pain in the butt. Uh, 
That's not the theme for the night. That was just number one on the list. I... Number two is pillow bearing. Bear, but can you say that word again? Burying. B-U-R-Y-I-N-G. Like burying pillows, but it's not burying pillows. It's burying yourself under pillows to oh. sleep. Oh. As a source of comfort. as a It's like a security blanket. I think I used to do that as a child. You still try. As a matter of fact, this morning when I woke up, the pillow was on top of your face. It's just safer that way. Safer from what? The bad guys. You've got, you've got a dog laying across your feet. I've got a dog named Sean lying next to me. But yeah. No, like it's, right. I'm, I'm it's, not the dog laying across your feet. That's our other real dog. Um, but I have to, like, when I was a little kid, I, um, had some issues and I would put all my stuffed animals all around my body on my bed. Then I would put like the pillows on top of me and I would go way under the covers and I'd hold the covers. Like I'd clench them in my fists. And my whole theory was that it would keep the bad guy who came into my room from recognizing the shape of my body. So when he first stabbed into the bed to kill me with the knife, he would get a stuffed animal. That explains a lot. I don't know why you've never told me that before <laughs> because well, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with all these freaking stuffed animals you sleep with. I don't I, have that many. You have That's three. A lie. You have You're three. Tiny. One of them is a big fat seal. And I want to just throw them off the bed because it's like they're in my space. <laughs> but Carden Olson seems to be kind of just like you. That's because Carden is awesome. Of old. You don't um, sleep under the covers anymore, but. No, but Cardin <laughs> says that they sleep with their covers over their face, LOL. You um, and I can relate to that because I did that for most of my life. <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for my stringent rules, you'd probably have 26 stuffies in that bed. No, but I'd have both the dogs. <laughs> Except one of them can't get up there. But anyway. I would lift her up to the <laughs> Or Gabby. Uh, also, going back a, one step, D. Harris mentioned that some pe teachers can go pee, go pee, can go all day, like at school without yeah. peeing, which is pretty amazing. It is like, amazing. They probably don't. <coughs> excuse me. They probably don't drink either. Like yeah, probably. Water. I bet they get all dehydrated, and then they get cranky. And I'd get cranky too if I was in a room full of kids all day. That's why you're not a teacher, honey. That's why you're not a teacher. What's another cool habit? Number three. That we would love people despite the fact that they have it, right? Because it's loving uh, the strange. Number three is number... Oh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> making... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nancy Stone's sister, who has to, like, take off her shoes, is a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so she probably doesn't pee at school. <laughs> uh, no. Doug Marshall's like, catheters, lady, catheters. Not no, catheters. Doug, no. Adult diapers. I mean, yeah. they ever, they advertise them on TV, for God's sakes, nowadays. Uh, ever, since that ever since that astronaut chick traveled across country to kill somebody <laughs> with an adult diaper on, adult diapers have been amazing products. 
for all the stalkers in your world. That's right. Adult I can, diapers. I can watch you for hours and not even have to take a pee break. Do you think that during COVID times, more people were wearing adult, like adult diapers for like road trips across country so they wouldn't have to go into public bathrooms? Oh, I don't know. They should have just been squatting or peeing on the side of the road. Honey, not everyone is like that. Why not? Um, because it's, it's a lot better in a public than place. Pull off the side of the road, run down into the tree line, and pee. Even if you don't have toilet paper, it's better than sitting in adult diaper soaked with pee urine all day. I, I didn't. I, I don't like thinking about it. Move on. Move you on. You started it. <laughs> Number I'm sorry. three. Number. Sorry. Okay. I just, I, I just want to say, I did not make up these titles for each number. So, number. Oh, can you tell us what your source is for this? I, it'll be in the blog notes, but just for no, the podcast as well. I, I cannot. Please. It's, not on, my, it's you, not on my papers. Oh, my lordy lord. Like, okay. it's not, a, but you normally think it would be at the top, right? But it's, yeah, I'll find it. It's okay. You keep going. I'll, I'll look for it, baby. Number three is number crushing. Crushing, I mean. like smashing. Okay. Ooh. Yes. And, and that's like um, even avoiding the number thirteen, having a fear of a number thirteen. But I think more commonly is like having to do things in a certain like, oh, I can brush my teeth in even amount of times because I don't like oh. odd numbers. Oh. Right. Yes. Or I have, or I have to have anything that you set, like a thermostat or a clock, or something like that has to be at your preference, even or odd, right? That makes sense. Like, we have one of our daughters in this household that is that way, only likes even numbers. That would be the younger daughter. I'll out her. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> she hates, she does not like odd numbers. Maybe that's, that's okay. why she, she's good at math, but hates it. I don't know. Uh... Oh, D has an interesting comment, number related. Like, D has to have the volume on an even number or an increment of five. That's common, actually. I read about what? that too. No, it was exactly, exactly that. Even number or an increment of five, which is not always an even number. It's only an even number half the time. I know, but it's such a nicely divisible number. You know, like oh, you're like oh, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yep. Exactly. Um, Jen Duffield said, quote, oh, my God, that's me. I have a huge <laughs> thing for even numbers. My favorite number is 12. That's a cool favorite number. <laughs> what? You know it is. Like, no, it cool is. <laughs> no, no, you, I wasn't laughing at that. Do you have a favorite number, Sean? <laughs> I can't say it. Um... <sighs> that is so pervy, honey. My what favorite you... number is four. Oh. Really? Mm -hmm. Why? It's my lucky number. I learned so much about you on this. I'm sorry. What? That's, it's your lucky number. That's why number. we do the podcast, so we can stay married. Yeah, it's my lucky number, four. <laughs> I I used to hate it, but then only good good things always happened on fours. And so I was like, oh, shoot. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. And then, like, my life destiny number, according so you're to. Not, so you're not like a, oh, things always happen in threes kind of person. No, I just you're like, like hey, things fours always happen nice. in fours. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, it's a four. Fours are lucky. Yay. I like fours. Let me bet on a four if I bet or something. Like, if I'm going to get Yahtzee, 
I'm going to get Yahtzee on force. Oh. And my life destiny number is a 22, which calls, like, like goes down to a four. How? Two plus two is four. That's the only way it goes down to a four. Yeah, yeah. That's how you do those things. I don't know. I'm not very good with numerology, but I just had a blog post about it. If you had read my blog, you'd know that. Come on. Sean's habit is sharing my blog without reading them. It's all I can do to write my own. So, Oh, Jamie is the opposite and they have to have their tv on an odd number and doesn't like even numbers which is cool and it goes to grain i, I know Yay for I'm, you jamie Lee. i'm gonna say this and this is purely hypothetical and purely an assumption but i think basically jamie's like a left-handed person i think she's in the in the uh lesser category by preferring not lesser number. as in like a hierarchy of worth though just no no more infrequent yeah i mean the less yeah like left-handed okay. <laughs> people are less infrequent that's what i said than right-handed people i think people that like odd numbers are less infrequent than people that like positive numbers i think that's cool actually yeah, i think it's cool why not too. give I wonder... all the numbers a chance i know we really should give all the numbers a chance would you like oh, to go to number saying, four? Wait, I was singing. Number, is give numbers a chance? That, that was it? a horrible Did song when it came out. <laughs> yes, I got it. <laughs> horrible. It's all about peace and love, babe. Peace and love. Before you move on, can I please share yeah. where you're citing these things from? Sean is taking all oh, of yeah, these yeah. facts. The 10 weird habits people have but don't admit to. An article by Taylor Stone from fun.lovetoknow.com. There you go. If you say so. I just don't <laughs> want to plagiarize, bud. I don't want to plagiarize. Oh. Well, we're I like to source the material, man. They'll be on the computer, mm -hmm. right? Yes, they'll be on the blog notes. Oh, my gosh. The podcast <laughs> no, notes for the blog. Number four is kind of boring to me. But it's called sleep driving. But it's number four. I I don't know if these are numbered in a hierarchy of worth, so to speak. I know, but four is my number, if you oh. remember. Well, you have been guilty of them. <laughs> Not sleep driving, but discombobulated driving in the past. No, um, I haven't. And apparently some people can, like, wake up, go out for a drive. Go back home and go back to bed and then wake up and never even realize that they left the house. That's what sleep driving is. That doesn't sound like a habit. That sounds like a dysfunction. No offense it's, if you have it, but that's like scary. I agree. I agree, but it's in the it's in what? The, it's on the list as number four. <laughs> no. I'm so worried about those people. <laughs> I'm worried about the other people on the road. I worry about everyone, everyone. You do worry about everyone, baby. That's my habit. My habit is worry. <laughs> Number five is much more interesting and probably much more common. Okay. Num it's breath sinking. What and is it's, that? It means you change your breathing pattern. <laughs> you change your breathing pattern. A lot of people do it to like music, like a song, and they'll start breathing in sync to the rhythm of the song. So, like, if I was listening to DMX, who I'm very sad about his demise, I would be, like, 
fast breathing because of like the beat rap aspect of it. And if I was listening, what? And then if I, I was think, like, yeah. listening to like one of those really, really fast rappers, would I be like hyperventilating? Like <laughs> Probably. Yeah, you might pass out. <laughs> or would I not be breathing at all because they have such amazing breath control? I don't know. Depends on if you can keep up with them. That's but really interesting. I seem to have acquired a case of the hiccups. Oh, no. And you didn't even have hot wings. Last week, I had the hiccups because I had hot wings. Um, Jen Duffield said that she has sleep driven before, which is amazing. She said it's super scary. And she was driving from Portland to Seattle and doesn't remember half the drive. Oh, well. She probably, she probably just got lost in the song and was breath sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've been that too. <laughs> I've sleep driven too. I think with you we, even. We, what? Yeah, and you're like, what? start talking, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That oh, does oh, not oh. make me feel safe, honey. How I the think heck are we here already? <laughs> Doug Doug Marshall wants to know if Jen was driving from um, Seattle to Portland, Maine, or Portland, Oregon, which is a good question. But I remember once, and hopefully Jen will answer, but I remember once that I was um, at a rotary meeting, and it was Portland, Oregon, um, that Jen was driving. And I remember once I was at a rotary meeting, not in Portland, Oregon, but it, um, this woman was like, if you aren't paying attention while you drive, you aren't mindful. And then she made us all do some relaxation at do you remember this, Sean? Were you at that meeting? I don't know. I'm not laughing at that. I know. Will you stay in the moment? Sean is a perfect example of someone Only. not being mindful right now. Only if people stop commenting. Okay, but, I just thought. Wait, 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 wait. He was still kidding, but he said he was kidding, but I have a response to that. No, I just do it in Carrie's office and close the door and wait for her reaction, and then I judge how good it was. Baby, for the people who are only listening to this without the video, they don't know what you're talking about. So I'm going to have to read John Bell's beautiful comment, which was, Sean, not Carrie, Sean, do you still cup your hand over your butt and fart and then smell your hand to know how bad it is? Which would be a bad habit. A very bad habit that apparently Wingnut, one of their friends from childhood, had. Moving on, John Bell and Sean, who I cannot trust. <laughs> I Ken, already answered it. <laughs> Ken Mitchell said that his son Aiden is all about the even numbers. Like, he'll put the radio volume on the even number. This is really fascinating. No, that's and, just like our daughter. Yeah. She only will go even numbers on the radio dial for sure. I had no idea people did this. Yeah. It's common. It's very common. That Is one. it as common as putting your hand behind your bum when you make a poo pop and then smelling it to see how bad it is? Well, if you post the next comment, you'll see that that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> However, my answer was true. I just do it in the office now and run out and wait for He does. <laughs> he does. Whenever Sean smell, um, expels gas out his rectum, which he has a very big habit of doing, honestly. Um, he leaves. And I'm like... He points it at me. And it's terrible. And it's just a cruel, cruel 
inhumane Florida man thing to do. I haven't it, even done the the cruel, cruel Florida man thing with you. What's that? Okay, I don't want to know. That's to stand know? right right in front of you and be like, hey, baby, you fast? And you're like, yeah, I'm pretty fast. And I'm like, here, catch this. Bah. Do people do that? Oh, uh, well, my uncles did it to me all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> this explains so much about you, buddy. Oh, hey. my gosh. Can you move on to a new habit? Number six, <laughs> eating the unthinkable, which is also kind of boring, but apparently people like to eat all kinds of stuff like toilet paper, the stuffing from a pillow or a stuffed animal, Okay. anything that has no nutritional value. And the most interesting thing about this is, is apparently increasing this habit. Oh, really? Yeah. Of course, it doesn't say why, but I and I didn't look it up. But uh, <laughs> lazy. But <laughs> if you ever watched that show that they used to have on TV about three or four or five or ten years ago, yeah, it was about people that had weird habits. Actually, oh, I think and I people remember used, that they would pit, like eat their pillow stuffing and uh, they funny. would eat all kinds of crap. Literally, just. Ah. So, you know it's what I mean? not healthy, man. That's just not healthy. Well, yeah, it's not healthy and for many reasons, but I don't imagine your stomach can handle too much pillow fluff. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Can I talk about a couple of the things that people mentioned on our Facebook page? Oh, sure. All right. So one person said that listening to random strange podcasts was their addiction, which I appreciated because that means they're addicted to us. Um, and then someone, but I think there's a lot of people who are addicted to podcasts. Um, not our podcast, sadly, but you know, they're like, uh, <laughs> I listened to this when I was running and I listened to this when I was running and I listened to this when I was driving. And um, they're really into them. Like the yeah. way people, used to be into like TV shows or right. binge Netflix now or something. And then someone else mentioned that um, someone they know likes to smell people. That is actually the next one on the list. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No way. But first I want to address Dee and her comment because Pika is exactly the name of the condition where you eat food items of no nutritional value. That must be hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> number seven is Whiffy. He's so smart. D. Harris is so smart. Okay. Appar sorry. Apparently so, because yeah. I wouldn't have known that. D is P brilliant. Whiffy, W-H-I-F-F-Y, behavior. Yeah. Whiffy behavior. And that is the people that like to smell things like their own fingernails. Oh, I thought it was like when you like went up to bat and you totally missed the ball. Oh, well, that would be uh, Me? Com common. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you don't have any depth perception. You have an excuse. I know, but I didn't have to do the ballerina turns when I whiffed. Like, <laughs> the full 360 pivots. That was so bad. All right, so let's hear about whiffies. They, they, they like to smell stuff like other people or like other people's bodily odors 
not necessarily bad, but yeah. you know, just other people. So, or, like Gabby, our dog, like she would be. No, like we're that. talking about human beings here, okay? Not not animals that depend on on smells to survive. All right. But a big thing seems to be nails, fingernails or toenails. They smell like their fingernails, like. Yeah, and one of the things I read on like another, the Saturday Night Live lady who was like Mary exactly. Catherine, like yeah. Yep. Mm, like that? Yep. 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 She grossed me out. But one of the things I read on another site when I was doing this was somebody said, yeah, I smell my own fingernails, and then I trim them, and then I smell them again. <laughs> and I trim them again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I'll be honest. Wow. I have <gasps> smelled my own toenails before. What? How did you get your toe up to your face, Sean? You're no. the least flexible person ever. No, that was the nail post cut trimming. Wait, you cut your toenail, and yeah. then you took the toenail clipping, and then you smelled it. Yeah, because because that's a that's like a good indication of foot odor, you know. Because nails can smell funky. I don't know what to think about this. <laughs> what is that about? Oh, I was just looking at my face. <laughs> oh, Sean, I only just got those mean. Oh, my gosh. Okay, anyway. It was about me, not you. See those deep crevices right there? <laughs> Anyways, unfortunately, it seems like not great odors are what people are attracted to, like mildew-scented towels or Play-Doh, which is not a bad odor. I don't mind this one. Or laundry detergent, which is not a bad odor. But some people just have an attraction to smelling things. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Is it because they're afraid they smell bad? Like with your foot thing, it seems like you were just worried that your feet smelled. Uh, I'll be honest with you. and, and Oh, God, don't. No, I think it was more of the fact that it was such a, <laughs> a unusual smell. <laughs> it's like something you don't smell anywhere else. <laughs> okay, anyways, moving okay. on. <laughs> number eight. They number titled, eight, buddy? They titled it Hair Hating. Hair Hating? Yeah. But I don't know if it's necessarily hating because... It can actually be a self a self soothing act. Yeah, I don't think. And that's some people, some people actually, it can put them in like a trance state, but it can go so far as actually pulling hair out. Yeah, I know a lot of people who used to do that because yeah. of anxiety and stuff. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't even it doesn't even have to be like just from your scalp. It can be from your eyebrows. Probably for men, it could be for facial hair or your genital area. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always have to go there, man. Um, no, that's what it says. It says you think pubic area. Sorry, I didn't read the right word, but same do you, thing. Do you think that's what I do with Gabby? Like, I groom our dog when she stands next to me, and I just kind of, like, pull out her old hair. Uh, uh, it's not self-soothing if you're not doing it to yourself, love. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> But I'll remember that. So next time you tell me to stop touching you, I'll be like, I'm self-soothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right, number nine is blow drying down there. How do you know that? I found the link you, so that I could not plagiarize. Yeah. Dang. I'm smart. I'm smart like that. And tech. So what's savvy. down there? Australia? Uh, no. Um, here's a direct quote. Truth be told, it is not just a strange whim of certain celebrities that have a habit of blow drying their nether regions to make sure their lady gardens and so forth are bone dry after a shower. That's my pretentious voice. Although there is a logical argument for doing this in that it is claimed to prevent yeast infections. For some, it's purely about the comforting caress of warm air, quote, down there, no towel needed. They just long for the warm breath of a lover. Blow dryer? No, Shani. Oh! What? Shani. You crossed the line again, buddy. No, I didn't. Yeah, I think being, you did. I'm being I think real, you did. I'm being realistic. All right, moving on to my Facebook things. Um, Kristen Hardy had a really interesting one that reminded of you, me of you, baby. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that one. Yeah. Definitely. So um, Kristen said um, one of her habits is that <clears throat> has nothing to do with blow dryers. It is I have to touch every knob on the stove each night before I go to bed to make certain the stove is off. Looking at it is not good enough. I have to touch it. Yeah. I yes. totally get that. I totally get that. And then another one of our friends, Marie, said, I have to stare at the stove to make sure all the burners are off before bed and any time I leave the house. Even if the house has not been used all night. I'm sorry. Even if the stove has not been used all night. When I'm leaving for work, I have to look and look and look again at it. It's so weird. D. Harris says she does that before she leaves for work, too. Oh, wow. What the and heck, man? That's not one of my particular issues. I do make but maybe sure. Maybe it should be because you almost burnt down one of our friends' house. <laughs> that was an accident. Oh, okay. That was, that was just gas leaking out because they had just a propane stove. Out of the stove. Out of the stove. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, what I was going to say was kind of goes with what Ken Mitchell said. I don't, what I do do is because we have one of those glass stovetops. So I make sure that it's locked because the cats will sometimes walk across it. And I don't want them to turn it on. And normally it's bare. But if it, yeah. there happens to be an empty pot on there and it registers the pot, it won't turn off by itself. It'll just keep on. And then Sean's we'll, worried about the kitty paws. No, I'm worried about the damn house burning down because the You're pot. You're worried about the kitty paws, too. <clears throat> Not so much. But, yeah, a little Liar. bit. Liar. He's such a cat person. <laughs> um, Linda said she's tuned in late. And as a mom of five daughters, she, we're not talking of self-soothing as rocking and thumb-sucking. Well, we have some of that here too, but <laughs> we do. We do have that here. <laughs> and there's nobody under the age of twelve. But <laughs> no, that's okay. Whatever I, you have to do to soothe is okay, I, I as long as it's legal and not hurting anybody. I do a lot of rocking. <laughs> Sean rocks so hard. <laughs> he really does. So, do you want to go to number ten on our list? <laughs> Um, yes, but first, can I say that Linda also wrote, oh, what sues me? We're not including alcohol? Oh, I know. Nobody ever said alcohol. that. Sean is 
having a gimlet right now. Um, As are you. Yeah, I am. And, and and Carrie does a lot of petting. I do. I pet everybody. As a matter of fact, that's the point of, I don't mention it much, but it's a point of jealousy because the dogs get a lot more attention than I do. If I got touched as much as the dogs, I'd be a much happier person. <laughs> I would feel so much more valuable as a human being. <laughs> that made me feel so bad, Sean. Oh, my word. <laughs> if I got the butt rubs that our dog's party gets. Okay. See, once again, you're crossing the line. Crossing the line. Do you want to hear the number 10? I don't know. Yeah, because oh, I want no. to change this topic. It's called rehearsing repeating. Okay. And that can be actually anything. Well, you have it in front of you, so. No, I had left the tab. Oh, okay. But I can get it again. That can be anything from conversations. Like somebody, I guess, that's really anxious about like social interaction. Mm-hmm. Rehearsing conversations and oh, this could go this way or that way, so I'm going to be prepared. Or it could be somebody like me, which seems to be more common based upon what I read earlier today. Yeah. And that's a scenario worker because they want to be prepared for the things that will most likely never happen in their life. But if they do, they've already got that, not muscle memory so much, but They've got that worked out in their head. You know what I mean? The response. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Does it? Kind of. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No. Well, <laughs> I was a cop for so like sorry. 20 years. So what do you, you think I did that? when I drove around in the middle of the night, bored off of my butt? I would I would think the, about sing all. Song, sing Journey in the car? No. I would sing think Marvin Gaye? Stop talking. <laughs> I would think about every scenario that could, I could, and I would work my way through it over and over and over again. That's very writer of you, honestly. Really? Yeah, writers do that. Right, I do that all the time. I like so. So writers should be prepared for <laughs> what? Just about anything, then. But I don't think well, they yeah. are so much. No. It's because like you have this imagination and then you have the ability. It's like a really cool thing. You have this ability to think out and think through all these different scenarios, right? And that makes your mind not stagnant and strict, but creative and fun and also capable of preparing for multiple different scenarios. I guess. You know, mine were all nonfiction. Mine were all nonfiction, let's say that. Ah, man. Cardin rehearses and repeats so much, and it knows that it's trying to self-soothe, but sadly never works. <laughs> ah, Linda says it's not soothing. But it is a gift. Cardin agrees. Woo. All right. So there Wait, are. I... Yes. No, go you go. No, no you, you go. go. No, you go. I'm not going to argue with you because this is the, the okay, habit. I, I hear it. Our <laughs> habit is you go. No, you go. So there are um, some other really cool, weird confessions on board Panda that they took off of people's tweets when they yeah. asked. And um, 
some of them are really relatable to me more so than the list that you went down. Like uh -huh. one, a woman named Malaysia said that when she eats food, she eats them in the order of least like to most like so that the last thing she eats can taste the best. Yeah. Who doesn't do that? I, Come on. Do you do I, that? Heck yeah. I think I noticed you doing that. And that's how I can tell what you like most at dinner. Wow. I always like everything equally. Oh yeah. But I save, the, I save the meat for last. <laughs> this other person does something I do, too, whenever I'm running. Yeah. Um, they measure time in music. So oh, they'll be yeah. like. I've done that. You know I've done that, too. <laughs> like, they'll be like, it'll take me two songs to get this done. And I'll be like, okay, 10-minute interval is Three, you know, exactly. Beyonce on average, songs. three yeah. songs. No, a song is three minutes on average. Yeah. Some are four, and some are a little bit less, and some are crazy longer. But on average, a song is three minutes. So that's yeah. Yeah. Totally works. I do that all the time, and I guess that's a kind of weird habit, you know? Yep. Um, and then someone else is say like they their habit is they talk. To their self and this is kind of relating to what we were talking about with rehearsing yeah. is they talk to their self in their head and and out loud all day and even have conversations <laughs> i've had <laughs> i've had conversations with myself but when i'm working through scenarios it's all in my head and another person ryo of wildfire who seems pretty cool said that um all the doors and closets in the room have to be completely shut when they're sleeping <laughs> I that think that's you. Me? No, I don't care if the closets are open. Really? Yeah. I have never gone to sleep in a room with you with a closet door open, babe. That is because of another issue I have. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming behind you and closing stuff. All right, my habit is I don't close things completely because I'm so efficient. If you remember from the top of the podcast, I'm like, okay, I took the salt out of the cabinet, leave the cabinet door open because I'm going to have to put the cab the salt back in again. Open the drawer with the utensils because I'm going to have to take more utensils out. Don't shut it all the way. Open the pantry door because I'm going to have to put the flour back after I've done it. And that's how my brain works. But Sean's <laughs> brain doesn't work that way. No. And so then he goes and, like, while I'm cooking, starts putting things away and shutting all the cabinets, which is not efficient. It's just how we're different. No way is better. It's not efficient. But it's not, about, it's not about being afraid of what's in the closet. Like, I don't I, think that person said they were afraid. All just, of all of our closet doors could be open for me to go to sleep. It wouldn't bother me whatsoever <laughs> in, in that regard. But what would bother me is just the fact is when I walked in the room and I saw them open, I'd be like, okay, here's our new excuse. There was a kitten in there, so we didn't want to close the cat in the closet, but now I know there's no cats in there, so I'm going to go ahead and close it. Well, I can't wait around for the kitten to come out of the closet, Davey. I totally get it, but the cats don't go in the cabinets up high where the salt is. But they do go in the drawers where the socks are. Yeah, that's true. And I hate to hit my shins on those drawers. That's why I close them behind you, babe. Sorry. I really don't mean to bruise you. <laughs> that's all right. So Doug has a really cool thing where he 
observes how many sidewalk sections he's walking on as he goes. I do that sometimes too. Yeah. I think it's mainly out of boredom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do when you're walking with me? No, if I'm like oh. alone. I'm like, ah. Plus, for some reason, you know that step on a crack, break your mama's back? Yeah. That stuck with me. I don't know who the bastard was that came up with that rhyme, <laughs> but it's <laughs> stuck with me. And, you know, I just can't step on those cracks. So I've got to make my stride fit the brakes in the sidewalk sections. That's so wild. <laughs> Cardin, fortunately, we are helping one human being or else Cardin is just lying and said that so many of these are relatable. I feel so much better about my own coping strategies. That's awesome. Cardin did also lose one of their rats in their dressing drawer overnight. Oh, that was I all love right. rats. I want a rat. didn't fall in the trash can and die. Has that happened to you? No, not me. And it wasn't Dude, a rat. It was a hamster. The hamster did not die. <laughs> Do not Anyways, make it a murderous hamster story. Let's move on to Jen. I think that's interesting right there. Um, can we just have a disclaimer in which we can say that none of my hamsters ever died inside a trash bin? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. They just got a little dehydrated. <laughs> It's amazing what a little CPR and water can do for you. Wait, you skipped what? You skipped. There you go. So Jen said, my mom is always cleaning up after people. And as she walks through the house, I'll take a drink out or something for dinner. Then walk away to get the next thing or find my phone. And my mom will put everything away behind me. That That's because she knows you're not coming back for it. That's not true. I deal, I deal with the same thing in this house. <laughs> I feel for your mother. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, oh, man. You're so horrible to me, Sean. It depends on how fast the train's going. Linda asked if anyone can count train cars, and Sean said no. I said it depends on how fast the train's going. When I was a little kid, I was really bored living in Bedford, New Hampshire, because um, I was, like, totally a latchkey kid, and I had no life, and we were out in the sticks. Um, I would, but we lived on the highway. I would count the cars that went by on the highway. That's horrible. And, and I'd keep track of them in my notebook per hour. <laughs> when I was a little and kid. And I'd make I'd... graphs. When I was a little That's kid, I'd, I'd take quarters and put them on the train tracks and wait for the train to run them over. You and had when, a train? Yeah. Wow. A real train, not a toy train. Wow. Close by. I lived out in rural America. It, it wasn't close by my house. It was close by my grandparents' house. Yeah. But it's really hard to find them because they fly far away. But when you can find them, they're flat and big. <laughs> Really? Yeah. The nickels? Quarters. Quarters? Okay. I don't think you'd ever find a nickel. But like wow. anything quarter or bigger, half dollar or dollar. Be Dude, great. you must have been loaded if you're just putting the quarters out on the train tracks. Show off. <laughs> I was. Show off. Until somebody robbed me of all my money. But we won't say who that was. Was it John Bell? No. Oh. I didn't even. I, I actually, I did not know John. It was just after that that I, I knew John. Uh, so. Anyways, 
John they wasn't took, in your train track. Game. No, they took all my money to school and gave it up to all the first graders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I know that story. That's a by the twenty dollar bill. Anyways, that's a bad. <laughs> you should just. You need to tell the story now. No, I can't. Funny, Anyways, you have to tell the story now. Let's move on to habits that can be good for you. <laughs> oh, no, no, because no. this is my favorite part. But I like this story, and now no one will know it. I can't tell it. Having a podcast is about communication. <laughs> yeah, but it's not about getting people mad at you. Oh, my gosh. Well, Do you want to hear the first thing on the list of habits that can be good for you? Yeah, sure. Swearing. I kind of the bad. Swearing, swearing. What? Yep. It's a great stress reliever. And you know what the two most bestest stress relieving words bestest. are? Yeah, what? Take a guess. I don't know. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I forgot the question already. What are the two most bestest stress bestest. relieving swear words? I can't. We can't say them because then we'll no, get. Well, just say the first letter. F. The F word. Hell yeah. Um. And uh, it's hard between B and A for me. No, the S word actually. What really? Yep. Sugar diabetes is and like. You know why? Because they. I've been telling you this for years, and now I have proof, and you never believe me. Because they add emphasis to what you're saying, especially the F word, and you know it. Yeah. Because you can lay down an F bomb like me, or I can. I like, can't. People laugh like at me. Mad. <laughs> It's awesome. When I used to work with Kenny, they would laugh whenever I tried to swear because um, Kenny, who was here before, because I did it so poorly. Oh well, she, I I don't have the Sean ability she, of swearing. She, she can swear pretty good. Huh? It just depends on who she's swearing at, really. But yeah. no, you don't have quite my ability. No, I've been, work I've been working on it for like fifty years. Yeah, you're really good at swearing. I'm not so good at swearing. I always you sound know, a little dorky. I remember this from my childhood. I was nine years old, and I had built this amazing thing out of Legos, and I was bringing it out to the living room to show my parents, and I dropped it. And that was, <laughs> it was like, what's that that movie, The Christmas Story, where yeah. he says a swear word? Yeah. And I was like, fuck! You know what I mean? Yeah. And my parents, <laughs> my parents were like, what? <laughs> But that got me started. I love the F word. It's so fantastic. I remember my first swearing thing. Um, I have two swearing stories. My first one is mine. And I was like seven. And my brother always said the P word. And um, I was trying to get this record to play. But I have uh, no depth perception. Hold on. I cannot think of a P word. That's a swear word. It means peeing. That's not even a swear word. That's a swear word in my family, mister. So Good anyways, Lord. whatever. We're repressed and we're from New England. Leave us alone. Okay, so <laughs> I'm trying to get the like needle on the record player at the right track, but since I have no depth perception and I'm like <laughs> six, I keep missing, right? And I'm going yeah. crazy in my little six-year-old thing. And I yell, and my mom's like, 
what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. and she's like, what are you doing, Carrie Elizabeth? I'm like, ah, ah, ah. and she's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm just so peed off. Like I yelled it from the other room to the other room. And she went, ah, and like stormed in, yanked really? me out of the closet, which is where our record player was for some reason. And like, was like, where did you learn that word? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what did I'm like, and what? My brother told me it. He said, Buki says it all the time. And she was like, do you even know what it means? I'm like, it means mad. Like really, really <laughs> mad. And she's like, oh, don't ever say that word. And I got in so much trouble. And then I felt so badly about it that I went in the bathroom and put soap in my mouth myself. What? Yeah. Screw that. I was a, a little martyr. Um, and my second- That's not even a curse word. It's like, <laughs> pull over, I gotta piss. John! What? Anyways, in my family, it's a curse word. And then my other story is one of my best friends from childhood had an evil older brother who's adorable, honestly, but you know how older brothers are. And he told her to go up to the lady at McDonald's and say, um, F you very much. And that was the nice way of saying thank you. <laughs> And so when the lady gave them their food, she like stood there as this like prim and proper, perfect little like six-year-old girl and went, F you very much. And her mother went crazy. Well, I don't blame her mother for that. Mm -hmm. So swearing is an okay habit, apparently, but not when you're young. No, it shouldn't. I mean, not, you know, you shouldn't be teaching your kids to say it to the babysitter, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nancy said, okay, so the F word was one of the first things my son ever said to his very first babysitter. No idea where he heard it first. Yeah. Anyway, he probably heard it at school. Oh, yeah. It was probably the babysitter who said it, you know. Do you want to hear totally another, fine, Nancy. another habit that's good for you? Yeah, we got to wrap it up, sadly. Because I, because yeah. I like it. Okay. Sleeping naked. What? What's the sigh for? I just feel like if you're a person who sleeps surrounded by stuffed animals and underneath pillows, that's not going to really happen. Why is that a good habit? Why is because, that because it helps regulate your body temperature so you don't overheat. It helps reduce your stress levels because you're cooler at night. I don't think that would and, reduce and, and your body doesn't produce as much cortisol. And it helps you recover from the day's stresses. I feel that's like that's more that's, stressful. That's why I always wake up fresh. You never want to wake up, baby. <laughs> I don't. No. That's because like I don't your mom. That's because I don't get enough sleep. But uh, you, never mind. Okay, let's do another one. Eating chocolate. Really? Yeah. Everybody knows why eating chocolate's good for you. It's good for your brain. It releases stuff <laughs> <laughs> that helps you <laughs> helps you deal with stress and puts you in a better mood. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Oh. <laughs> we have all now learned that John Bell has been sleeping naked his whole life, except for socks. You know why I laughed at that? Because I used to wear socks when I slept. Um, I'm going to say I was probably 
between 18 and 20, I would always go to bed with socks on. But then when I went in the military, and I still did it, but shortly after that, I stopped. And I don't remember why. But you guys are from Florida. Why would you wear socks to bed? Why I did you know. ever wear socks in Florida? That's a good question. But I always felt like I needed to have socks on. Weird. Interesting. I, I honest to God, I don't know why. I can't even fathom it nowadays. <laughs> Linda um, said that her mom cussed often and loud and made up pretty disgusting cuss images, which I now wish I had heard. Um, and Linda never did. And now that she's old, Linda's not old. She loves saying that is so effing funny. So I cuss in a good way. That's one of my favorite things to say to you, Linda. You got to expand your F-bomb. Your, your, I mean, it's such a great word. It's just the most powerful word in the world. Yeah, but not when people like it's good when you like say it with conviction and emphasis like you do. But when I say it, people just laugh at me. So it does the opposite effect. You, you know, gotta, you got to work on it. Uh, G says wearing socks is supposed to be healthy. <laughs> and John Bell says that the reason they wear socks in Florida is because they have five fans on and the wind makes your feet cold. That well, makes a lot of sense. Probably because I when we were when we were growing up we, we didn't have air conditioning so we had like ceiling fans that were going like poof 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 a hundred miles an hour and you're like man if this thing comes down I'm dead in the middle of the night but you you, have, you know when it's a hundred degrees outside you got to stay cool at night and uh, <clears throat> it's weird I, I I can't explain it. Do you want to give one more habit and then I'll be helpful and tell people how habits work and then we'll be done? No, because I don't really have any more. You go ahead. You Like what about running or eating healthy or <laughs> have, drinking eight cups of water a day or all those healthy habits, baby? You can still drop dead of a heart attack without even thinking about it. Talk about something good. <laughs> No, honestly, I can have here. Here's my list: sleeping right. in on the weekends, drinking in moderation, fidgeting, daydreaming, talking to yourself, complaining about the right stuff, or chewing gum. Oh, Emily does not agree with that. Our daughter hates gum chewing. Is that from the Entrepreneur.com? I think it is. We're gonna cite them. Um, uh, I gave you my citations already because I'm. But a you were supposed to know them. <laughs> well, that's because I copied and pasted to a word document. Oh my gosh! Over at habitsforwellbeing.com, they talk about how a habit works, and they say that there's a trigger or a cue, and that can be a location, a time of day, an emotional state, a thought or belief pattern, and then when that trigger happens. It makes, boom, a routine happen. And then when you get this reward that you want that's driving your habit or your craving. But you can change it if you go through four <laughs> steps. One, identify what the heck you want to change. Two, figure out what the trigger is. I think that's the hardest part. Three, identify the routine of this habit. Four, identify the reward you're getting from that habit, like what comfort you're having, et cetera. Like for me, hiding under a pillow. Sean sleeping naked. What's your reward? Then five. Once, you want to know what my reward no, is? No, no. <laughs> let me finish. So number five is once you've identified the trigger or the cue, the routine and the reward of the habit, say, say, you're wanting to change, then you can consciously choose a different behavior. Consciously. 
subconsciously. I said that really weirdly. However, you can also remember that changing a habit takes a little bit of time. So don't get all cranky. I don't think I can consciously change some of mine. John Bell said his are chicken wings and beer. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a perfect statement. Exercise is walking around the lake to fish. Like, you know how many fishermen are fat? Because you're you're really not walking. Oh, when I was a kid, I'd sit on the seawall with a friggin' stack of bologna that would actually get cooked from the sun. That's what I was using as bait. But you don't exercise. You're sitting there waiting for the fish to bite, thinking, oh, I'm outdoors. I'm getting, you know, I'm a good person exercising, but you're not moving. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, he's exactly right. Real hot. Real healthy. I'm going to leave you with a couple other habits that I think are fun. Are you okay with that, Shawnee? Maybe. Okay. So one person I think is like you, and they think of emergency and escape plans for every room or building they walk into in a variety of different situations. So like terrorist attack, public shooter, natural disaster, fire, every single one. I can't Um, you, you can't help it? No, I mean, I do that. I, it's just natural for me. I can't Here's help. a really normal one. I think, because I do it, they can't go to sleep um, without flipping their pillow over to the cold side first. Yeah, you flip the cold side onto your face. So it's I do. covering you up. Yeah, whatever. And then... Are you on, are you ready about anymore? Are I'm ready. So every time they get in the car, Vashon says on board Panda, every time Vashon gets in this car, he makes sure that he checks the back seat because he doesn't want to get choked out from behind. <laughs> That's not me. That's but me. I, I do that all the time. When I was a cop <laughs> and, and, it, and I had to leave my cruiser and it was, it was after dark. Anytime I came back to it before I got inside, I would shine my light around the whole interior to make sure nobody had gotten inside. Who would get inside a cop car? It Voluntarily. doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because they couldn't anyway, so there's no real rationale. Wow. <laughs> but there's no real rationale for me doing four laps around the house every night before we go to bed, <laughs> checking the door locks and the windows. I used to get so paranoid when I was driving that, like, I'd have to pull over and look over in the back seat, Like, in the Subaru station wagon, like, I'd have to look all the way into the back of the wagon. Of because the... I was so positive someone's going to come kill me. Because <laughs> I watched too many horror novel movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad habit, it I is. guess. Or it's just not a, paranoia. No, it's a, it's a good habit. You haven't been kidnapped yet, baby. <laughs> There's also really kind of normal ones. Like if someone sneezes around you, you hold your breath. I don't do that. People do that. I know. I've read the same thing. Did you really? I think that's so funny. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones in there. Yeah. My mom used to hold her breath whenever she drove over a bridge. (laughs) I like the one... Somebody in there said they they speed when they go over a bridge because they're afraid the bridge is going to collapse under them. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, you want to get over those scary things fast. Habits are weird. Well, we haven't talked about mine at all. 
All right, let's. This um, is okay because we're uh, running out of time. Um, let's just have. Let's quickly say Linda's, who asked Peter, her husband, um, what he would do if someone broke into the bedroom at the moment when they're in bed reading. Like that's so funny. Like, and D totally speeds over bridges. Okay, Sean, let's hear about. I want to know what Linda's husband's answer is. Oh, I think we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways. What you want to hear about my habits? Yeah, quickly before we go. Well, I have a really bad thing with door locks when I leave the house. Yeah. Like you don't act surprised. You know all these. I have to check them a couple times to make sure it's locked. I have a really, really bad thing about the garage door. (laughs) He really does. Like, I'll drive around the block and come back and drive by my own house just to make sure that the garage door's down. Which is difficult because we're on a one-way street. You can't, like, just turn around. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 my bedtime routine is, is cool. <laughs> Do you want to tell them about your bedtime routine? Well, I check all the doors to make sure they're locked at least once. <laughs> If not four times. <laughs> four. My lucky number. But not always that much. And I do make sure the stove is unlocked so the cats don't turn the burners on. And you make sure the refrigerator doors are closed, don't you? Only because certain people tend to leave them open. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets naked except for his socks. There. That's no, it. I don't wear socks to bed anymore. And Linda said that Peter, her husband, said baseball bat. He needs to upgrade. No, he does not. No, he does not. Baseball bat. Nope. What? I'm a violent liberal member. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for listening to. Yeah, thank you so much. Whatever the heck this is called. What is it called, babe? (laughs) Loving the Strange. Yeah, and uh, putting up with us and telling us about your habits. It's been fun. Yeah. Just remember, we're all weird, and that's okay. (laughs) It's okay to be weird, right, babe? Oh, yeah, it's not weird. Don't ever consider it weird. Being weird is is normal. It's who you are. Apparently, being weird is quite normal. Yeah. You're not not alone. Yay. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And John Bell, I w- I can't wait to come down there and catch some peacock bass. All he talks about. Let's uh, move to Florida. Let's move to Florida. Let's move to Florida. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday. Live streaming Fridays. Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.